0: Welcome and thank you for joining me on the Smart Ass Supernova podcast. I am Eric, your socially awkward host. Uh, I wanted to jump on tonight, uh, say hello to everyone. It's been a week or two since I last recorded an episode here. Uh, I'll start... With Last night was the Oscars, and much like everybody else, I've only seen a couple of the movies that were up for uh, Best Picture. Uh, The three that I had seen were uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, Top Gun, and Banshees of In Sharon. Uh, Top Gun, I covered. Top Gun, I liked, but I wasn't in love and in awe of it like everyone else. I have a whole episode on that where I break it down, uh, so you can check that out. An episode all about Top Gun. Uh, I'll cover everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, a little more in depth. I didn't really like the movie the first half an hour I was into it and I'm gonna I blank on the actor's name all the time he played short round and I hope it's not bad that I refer to him as short round uh K Wong I believe is his real name uh but I'm gonna refer to him as as short round the movie started out really interesting and right up until his fight which included that fanny pack which was the best fight in the movie i was really into it up until then and then once it it passed that point it lost me i know what it was trying to do i don't understand the love for the movie I'm not going to say it was bad. The older me would go out there and say this movie is a bad movie. They didn't know what they were doing. I don't think that's the right way to talk about movies going forward. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of YouTube uh, where movie reviewers refer to a movie being bad. And... I'm coming more to the point in my life where if I don't like something, that's just not for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's stuff out there that people love, but it doesn't have to be for me. So I'm going to try my best in the future, and I would really love for this to kind of catch on with a lot of people. To not say something's bad. Listen, starting to try and do my own, you know, creating something. I'm, I'm just doing a, a little podcast where I have a couple listeners and 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 I'm not changing the world or breaking the mold on anything here. But I learned that hey, yeah, a lot of the stuff I do isn't very good, but somebody might like it. I might like it. Somebody else might not. And to then put that out there where, where somebody else created something bad, well, they had the best intentions and maybe it didn't turn out the best way. But to call something bad where somebody actually put an honest effort into making something, I, I can't say that something's bad. So I'm going to try in the future here, and I'd love for, as I said, for everybody to do the same where we just say we didn't like it. Because there's a big difference between, hey, between saying, hey, I didn't like it and then putting it down. I will say in everything, the acting was great, and you had Short Round and Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh, who who all won actors. And I I do believe they all put out outstanding performances and all really did deserve all of those awards, in my opinion. Uh, My issue really was I understand the plot and, and understanding it wasn't the issue for me, the, the plot very much kind of fell in line with other movies I had seen. I don't know if anybody out there remembers the Jet Li movie, The One. Uh, I got a feeling from that. Uh, when they roll up in that, in that uh, van, I got huge Ready Player One vibes from that. And I also felt it had that that Matrix, but more in a quirky, hipster twist way. Not saying that's bad. Again, it, it's just not for me. And I will say, I will also say I was not a fan, although I did enjoy most of the acting in the movie, I was not a fan of the, the actress who played the daughter. I thought she was too way over the top for me. I understand some people uh, believe that character, and I won't spoil anything really about it, that character needed to be over the top. I didn't like that choice, but once again, it wasn't for me. Out of the three movies that I saw, I really thought my favorite of the movies that I saw that were nominated was Banshees of Inisherin. I did talk about it in, I, it was an episode for the end of 2022 movies, so I'm not really going to get into it. I just felt that the characters in that in that film were, were great. I'm a, I'm a very big fan of McDonough's humor and the touches he puts into his films. I, I did feel it had the most heart out of all the characters. That's how I felt. I'm sure you feel differently. listen, please if you want, send me a, a message or, or post something on my Instagram. It's smartass underscore supernova underscore podcast. Anytime, I would love to have a conversation with anyone about any of this stuff. Uh, so I'm just going to cover a whole bunch of small little uh, quick, uh, things that I've been up to and seen and done in the movies and music world. Uh, me and my two buddies, Angel and Stavros, if you did listen to our previous episode in, uh, preparation for Creed 3, we ranked all the Rocky and Creed movies and, uh, we did get a chance, the three of us, did go to see Creed III. Um, another movie that I was a little torn on. I know mo- there, there's very different ranges of, of reaction to this movie. I will say I thought, for especially for someone's first directorial debut, Michael B. Jordan did a phenomenal job. Especially the, the visuals were stunning when it comes to the fight scenes. Um, I definitely recommend seeing it in IMAX. Uh, I, I did see it in IMAX, and and it played beautifully. Um, they definitely take huge risks, and it creates its own legacy. It creates its own path now away from the Rocky franchise or away from the old rocky movies and and the way the, the fights were done and, and it's in the earlier fights, there's moments of it and then in the last fight it goes full in its own direction, which listen, if you're not making rocky movies anymore now you're, you're totally doing your own thing in the Creed movies. Did I love it? I enjoyed it. I liked that it was different. And it is commendable. It is definitely a movie that you should see in IMAX again. uh, I definitely thought the the interplay and the acting between Michael B. Jordan and and Jonathan Majors was very good. Um, You know, two of these actors right now that are approaching their heights. um, There was a lot going on in this movie. And some of the plot points, some of the character beats really got lost in the shuffle Unfortunately, especially in that third act Where it really went more towards The training and the fight Some some big plot points That were pretty prevalent In the first two-thirds of the movie Especially when it comes to character development Kind of got lost And there were some Listen, the Rocky franchise You do have to take some leaps of faith When it comes to logic But when it comes to The plot devices to get to these fights there is a very big suspension of disbelief that you need to do if you've ever watched a a boxing or any organized fighting match and there's a, a governing body that makes decisions and choices you have to to leave your logic at the door overall though it's a mixed bag, but I, I do believe for what they attempted to do and what visually they put on the screen, it's enjoyable, and it's something different. So if you look for something different, and you'll be you'll enjoy it. or well, at least I did. Um, so I finally, and I know this is way late, but it just came out. You know, about a. Month ago on uh, Disney Plus was the uh, Black Panther sequel Wakanda Forever, which I finally caught. And why did I wait? Because I have gone full Marvel fatigue, and I had Marvel fatigue going back to, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. I did like Infinity War, Endgame, I, I kind of just checked out and wanted it to end. But I, I, the Marvel fatigue is real for me. And pretty much going forward, I'll wait for them. I'm not going to see movies, Marvel movies in theaters anymore. I'll wait for Disney+. I I haven't heard great things about uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, even though that had, I think, a real opportunity to be something fun and different. Long story short, I'll wait for everything to come out on Disney+. Um, So as for Wakanda... Uh, I the, the, the first act was fantastic uh, the, and, and I'm sure you've all heard about this already Or seen it yourself It's so long um, But I really did like the first act For me the second act I felt dragged a lot uh, They tried to put too much character Or in my opinion They tried to build too much character And, and in my opinion The third act really didn't pay off And I, I felt underwhelmed with the third act battles. I do feel bad for Coogler uh, because, one, he was put in a really tough position, losing your lead actor, but I think the CGI really, really failed him. Um, Watching this movie brought, again, back to me one of the things that I really have struggled with over the past decade, or so, and that is not every action movie or, or spectacle movie needs to be over two hours anymore. Not everything needs to be epic. I do miss the days of just going to a movie theater for an hour and a half, 90 minutes, go and see a good, fun action movie, good, fun comedy. The fact that comedy movies are clocking in now. More than an hour and 45 minutes is, is just ridiculous. A comedy, should you should be done with a comedy in 90 minutes, in my opinion. 90-minute movies, an hour and 45-minute movies, you get your plot in, you get your action scenes, you get your, your major set pieces in, but you trim the fat. I get it with today's economy and going to the movies now and, and the streaming and, and all that. Going to the movies now... And what it costs, people are looking for as much entertainment as possible. So I do believe that's why people are going to want to see these bigger, longer extravagances. I get it. I like the alternative. Give me a 90-minute movie. I'll give you an example Was. I wanted to see Avatar two in theaters in 3D. I saw the first Avatar at home. I really had no interest in Avatar. I did not like the way it looked when it first came out. I knew the plot. As the plot was, you know, a mix of Ferngully and Dances with Wolves. Not, I was not looking forward to a good movie. I did not think it was going to be a good movie. Watched it at home. Didn't enjoy it. But I could tell that the 3D. The way it was layered, it looked like the 3D could have been really cool. Everybody that I talked to that saw the movie said they liked it, but they loved it or liked it for the 3D. So when Avatar 2 was coming out in the 2022, early 2023, I decided I'm not going to miss this one in the theaters with the 3D. I'm going to go see it. Until when it came time for a weekend where I... Thought, all right, maybe it's time to go see it now. And the movie's over three hours long. And I, and I thought about it. Well, anybody that's got to go to a movie, you know, unless you're really super lucky and live around the corner from a movie theater, it's going to take you minimum 15 minutes to get to a theater. So that's 15 minutes back and forth. That's a half an hour. Now, if a movie's three hours long, so we're talking three and a half hours total, you get there, you're going to get there 15, 20 minutes early, then you sit through the 20 minutes, half an hour of commercials and coming attractions. I love coming attractions, give me as many coming attractions as possible. But before a three and a half three to three and a half hour movie, it's a lot. So now I I see Avatar 2 as now a five hour expedition. That's my whole one whole day on my weekend. I'm not gonna spend a whole day to watch one movie, one that I'm really not that enthralled about the plot or the characters. It would be cool to see the action scenes in the 3D, which James Cameron knows how to do, but I wasn't going to spend that much time. So please, I know that, you know, the big decision makers aren't listening to me or, or think about me, but I give me a nice trim, fatless action movie comedy of 90 minutes, Gets right to the point. It's fun, in and out, done, enjoyable. That's my ask. Um, the other last movie I caught that's somewhat recent, I, I caught M3 gan or, or Megan, on one of the streaming services, the unrated cut. Um, it was a movie that was either hated or loved by people, and, and I've never heard anything in between. I know people that loved it and enjoyed it for what it was, and I know people that hated it because they sold it as a, uh, that horror movie, which it really, to me wasn't very much in the vein of the, the child's play remake. I enjoyed it at home for what it was, and I got what they were trying to do. Some of the parts were so ludicrous that I enjoyed it for what it was? Do I think, and I'm trying to be good here because I I, I went through my whole, you know, talk before about not saying something's bad. I know what they were trying to do with the movie. Did I particularly think it was a great movie? No. I liked it for what it was. And I enjoyed it even though it was not something I would say, hey, I like that. If that makes any sense to you. Uh, finally, on the music side, I got a chance to check out Jerry Cantrell uh, this past weekend at the Wellmont Theater in Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, uh, opened up, opening up for them was a Seattle all-female band uh, named Thunder Pussy. If you follow me on Instagram, I uh, put up some pics and, and short videos from it. Uh, it was good seeing Jerry Cantrell. I did see Alice and Chains once uh, before, not with Lane. Uh, I never got a chance to see Lane. I was too young. Um, did see him with William, and, and William is very good uh, in his own way. Uh, I will say Alice... Uh, I'm sorry, Jerry Cantrell. That good show. Um, nice mix of, of Alice and Chains hits and, and solo stuff. Uh, we'll say, you know... Good show. I, I know they're not in the area as much anymore, um, but if you get a chance to ever check it out, I do recommend it. Uh, Wellmont Theater, not a big place, and they have those old style theater chairs that are not very comfortable. That was the really only negative uh, part of the experience. But I will say, Jerry Cantrell put on a good show. If you ever get a chance to, I do highly recommend it. So that is uh, my episode now uh, for this week. Uh, just wanted to get out there and, and talk to you a little bit. Uh, told you what I've been up to. And, and if you want to leave me any comments or anything on the uh, Instagram, please do. Um, going forward, got some some new episodes planned that will be out shortly. Got some new guests coming up. It's all... Uh, Getting to be a little bit more fun as I start to hone in to what I like to do with the podcast. If you like some things more than others, please, hey, let me know. And please, if you want to, become part of this smart-ass supernova world where we uh, try to claim our, you know, individuality through just crap that we like. So as for that, I'm going to say... Fuck. You, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye.